Hey guys and welcome to the second episode of our Game of Thrones mini podcast. I'm Adam. I'm Kat. And we're horrible, horrible podcasters who haven't given you anything in like two weeks. Well that's my fault. Like I was in the hospital, I had to get surgery and then I was on recovery time and I didn't have, I wasn't able to record yet and so I'm, I'm feeling up to it now so that's kind of why we had to take a little break. So yeah, for this episode we're going to be talking about Game of Thrones season 8 episode 1 and 2 because both came out during a time we were like unable to record yeah so uh we'll start with game of thrones episode one the intro to this season i thought it was like a strong opening because i mean it's it's real purpose was just to get a lot of people in the same place it was a very chilled out episode yeah like it was low it was low expectation low like you, you knew there wasn't going to be like a massive fight scene or anything yet yeah no it was very much look john and Arya haven't seen her since episode one and now they're hugging Yes, that was nice. It was it was interesting to see a lot of people reunited. I mean, in fairness, it wasn't like as big of a scene as I thought it was going to be for some of them, but yeah. it was still good. Like, Bran and John basically got the same thing Bran gave everyone else. Well, yeah. Uh, hi, I exist now. Like, hey, it's just uh, just your boy. The tree-eyed raven, just here. Just staring at people all the time. It's so awkward. He just, <laughs> you look Who then. Who wheeling? to these places and leaving him does he wheel himself <laughs> he can't reach his wheels I don't know if he I don't think he wheels himself because Tyrion um, in the second episode offered him help yeah that's true like so I'm just like who has been specifically hired to just wheel him places and leave him alone and leave him because like I mean because they always find him on his own yeah he's always on his own and he I feel like he stays there for hours at a time and he just is there to spook people out yeah like wasn't there that one scene where he was literally in the same spot for like an entire night. An entire night just staring well, at Well, he probably wasn't, but because of the way the show was shot, it just kind of looked like he was. Yeah. So, we'll, you've seen the episode, spoilers, of course. Yeah, like, we, we, we don't uh, restrain on spoilers here, just because if you have time to watch it. Like Especially season, this time. Ex- exactly, like, episode three is coming out in, like, a few days. Yeah, we specifically release on the Friday to avoid, like, give people, fi- you have five days to watch it. Yeah. And, like, you don't have to watch it or take the second it comes out. You can wait a while. Like, you're not allowed to be butthurt when you know we're talking about spoilers. If you don't want to hear about the spoilers, go watch the episode and then come back and listen. Yeah. So, we got a lot of, we got, um, a lot of mirrors to the very first episode of the show. Yeah. It was beautiful. Um, our very first scene is a little kid climbing up a tree to get a cool view, um, the way Bran and Arya both did. Yeah. Um, he didn't have a helmet on the way Arya did, so it's nothing. But then the song that's playing... Mm-hmm. It's the same song that played when Rob and Cersei arrived. Yeah. But this time you've got people who actually like each other together. And like Tyrion coming back. Yeah, like everyone's showing up and like the the northerners reaction to all of the the foreign people showing up was very interesting to see and I was like, Wow, the northerners are so racist. Yeah. I mean eh, I'm not surprised by it. It, it do, I feel like in a fantasy novel it doesn't have to be there. Yeah, I suppose. And, like, maybe, like, I don't know if it was actually rooted in racism or anything. It's mainly just because these are all foreign people coming in to essentially be their queen when they didn't ask for it. And, like, they have dragons. Yeah, there's also the, the fact that Daenerys has now taken their king away from them. Yeah, like, he left the king and he came back the Warden of the North or something. Oh, that's, that reminds me of something I had a big issue with. <laughs> Lyanna's just going out for drama. Yeah. It's like, you, you, you could have just kept your mouth shut. Hmm. But you're, you're ready to fight. And she did that last season. So that's kind of her character. Yeah. I'm young and I speak my mind. And yeah, like, like I'm the sassy child who's not going to like sugarcoat it and just tell you how it is. Yeah. 
So then um, Sans is also then being sassy to the nurse too. Yeah. They keep giving sure lovely side eyes. Mm-hmm. It's but like fun. you can just tell Sans is just like not here for any of Daenerys' shit. She's like, yeah, you're whatever. You're boning my brother. I don't care. I don't like you. Yeah, she's just kind of like, we can't feed you. And it's kind of like, what do your dragons even eat? Like, where's the budget for this, guys? Mm. Like, what do they eat? Anything they want? Well, could you at least give us some options? We can get <laughs> you a goat. <laughs> yeah. Well, or sheep or anything like but it's just like be more helpful don't like ugh. so much tension in this show could be avoided if people just were more honest with each other and I think friendship is what is needed in Westeros oh yeah for sure like you know if um Cersei had just texted hey by the way post your son out a window well got my fucking just boyfriend. sent like a raven like just want to let you know yeah but also we didn't kill John Aaron that was not us like and they're mm. like, oh, well, you were honest about this one thing, so we'll believe you about John Iron. Yeah. I just, and then, um, what else? We get the cool little dragon flight scene. That was interesting, seeing John become, ba- like, they're basically dragon riders now, so yeah. I guess, like, that's going to be their, what they, like, the battle is coming up in yeah. the next episode. So I'm sure we're going to see some dragon riders, you know, out and about burning shit up. That'll be interesting. And I imagine the Night King might use the dragon that they've turned. It was Viserion that got killed, right? Yes. So I imagine they're going to use Ice Viserion. Very interesting how um, the one that's killed and go- joins your side is the same The one who, who would have betrayed asshole. her in real life, yeah. Yeah. So, what do you think about the tears that that dragonfly was actually a meeting lens? Ah. Uh. I didn't know about that theory. No? No. Yeah, that's what people think it was. I mean, in fairness, I have a lot of Game of Thrones stuff muted up right now. Yeah. So, because I've been trying to avoid spoilers and, like, leaks. Um, But, yeah, you know what? That actually sounds really interesting. Because, again, like, in our last episode, I said, we don't really know the genders of the dragons. We just yeah. know they're dragons. And, like, we don't know how they mate, how they have. I think Drogon might be the girl. I mean, maybe. Like, I just think it's cool if Daenerys is one with the girl and John's mm. one with the boy. I don't know. I like how um, Daenerys rides Drogon but yeah. John rides Rhaegal whose name is derived from his father's name. Yeah, that's sick. Yeah, like I think that's a nice a nice tie-in. But um, yeah, they have the flight then they go kiss in front of the waterfall and the dragons are giving looks. Mm. Like, hey, that's our mom. Yeah, that was... <laughs> it was a bit comic relief for Game of Thrones, even. Just so many memes came out from that. Like, I'm not calling him Dad, Daenerys. <laughs> yeah, no, a lot of uh, memes came out of this episode in particular. Mm. It's it's a, kind of a new style for Game of Thrones where there, there's been funny moments in the past, but it's always a very heavily serious tone. Yeah. And I feel like maybe they're getting us ready for the big battle episode, which is going to be more serious. Yeah, like, they're probably trying to, like, ease us in now with just some comic relief and then it's going to get really down to business in episode three. Yeah. Because that's our halfway point. So, um, we also see then in King's Landing, we have Cersei. Yeah, we do have Cersei. She's told the wall has fallen. And she was so upset that there were no elephants. Another big comic relief moment that got <laughs> memed to bits. And even... Um, she was just so disappointed. Everyone was joking about her line, if you want a whore, buy one. If you want a queen, earn her. Mm. And everyone was joking how that's going to be every girl's Instagram caption over the summer. Yeah, but like, it probably is. 
I mean, it's probably going to be my Instagram caption over the summer, let's be real. Mm. Um, but, like, yeah, loads of comments relief. And then you're on Foxer. And he's like, I'm going to put a prince in that belly. And she's already pregnant, so. Yeah, well, have you noticed she started drinking again? Which she wasn't doing last season. Yeah, but they've also never said in the show that you shouldn't drink while pregnant. I guess, but I did notice. And it's one of the things Tyrion noticed, so she wasn't drinking. Oh, I suppose. So, like, I don't know. I feel like maybe it's, it is known. Because, see, it's not, they're not directly based on our past. And that could have been something we wouldn't have known back then. Maybe. But in true. Game of Thrones, there's a lot more science. They've literally got magic. I feel like they would know you should drink Because, like, I feel like even if she was pregnant and then she wasn't pregnant anymore, she would still try to use it to her advantage. Yeah. So, I think she might be still pregnant. But maybe after Jamie left, she just got too depressed and started drinking again. Maybe. I, I mean... Not the TRI's channel. I don't think that baby's going to be born. Yeah, I don't think so either because of that, like, the prophecy. Yeah. And I don't think she'll have a miscarriage or anything. I just think she'll die before the baby gets a chance to be born. Mm. Um, like, the prophecy said all of her children would die in her lifetime. So if she dies and then she loses the baby because of, you know, she dies, it still counts as the prophecy being fulfilled. Yeah. Um, even if, like, I just, I don't know, will Jamie kill her while she's pregnant there? I don't know. I don't know who's going to kill Cersei, but I do feel like Cersei's going to die. Yeah. I mean, if we're sick in that prophecy, it did say Little Brother. Mm. Which means one of them have to kill her. That's true. And she is oldest. Yeah. Mm. So, yeah, no, we really don't know what's going to happen with Cersei. Yeah. I, I'm theorizing here. I think if it has to be one of her younger brothers, I think it would, it would be Jamie. Yeah. But I feel like it would be because she was already dying and he would put her out of her misery. Ooh. Yeah, I feel like maybe something happened. Maybe she's literally dying, but she's in a lot of pain, and maybe he like slits her throat or something, so she dies faster. That would be fair, Game of Thrones. That would be very Game of Thrones. It would also be very Jamie Cersei. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder what she'd be dying from—a big battle or something. I don't know. Like maybe an elephant comes out of nowhere. Maybe. Yeah. No, we'll have to find out. I I don't think we're going to see her for a while now. Mm. Do you think uh, Tyrion is going to try and join the fight? I don't know. See, that's more episode two where we talk about that. Yeah. But yeah, let's just get to episode one first. What's okay. less than episode one? Well, like, it was just a lot of people getting to, like, Winterfell and stuff. Like, Gendry got back. The Hound showed up. The Brotherhood Without Banners. Arya wants the uh, Gendry to make her a weapon. We see that. Yeah. Uh, and at first, I'd, I didn't expect the weapon to be what it turned out to be. Yeah. The weapon in the end was, like, basically a double-ended spear. Yeah, which was really cool, and, like, it makes sense because she has trained with that. But yeah. I, I don't know why I was expecting, like, a dagger or... It kind of looked like something you could, like, throw and part with come out of it. I don't know. The drawing they used was weird. Mm. But, um, yeah, and then it ends with Samwell. Yes. Going out, he's told by Daenerys, oh, by the way, killed your brother and sad yeah and that was upsetting because sam was so upset and you could just see daenerys was like well like i felt like she didn't really care she, she just hated that he was upset was so cold in that scene. she was very cold she's but that's what she's become she's become very cold and detached maybe the further i think john is what makes her more vulnerable yeah i don't know i feel like when she goes to colder places she gets colder she was a lot more warmer and caring in essos but she was also a lot more hot-headed and violent. True. 
So you might have some, there might be some stock in that, what you've just said. But at the same time, there's like pros and cons. We have to find a perfect like neutral temperature for her to live in. Yeah, like maybe she should try living in Dorn. Yeah. Like not as hot as Essos, not as cold as the North, just stay there. Mm-hmm. Or maybe King's Landing's the perfect place for her. Mm. But um, yeah, and then... Samwell storms off. He runs out. He sees Bran staring at him because that's all Bran does. like, you gotta tell him. It's gotta be you. You're his best friend. Yeah. So then Samwell tells John that he's Aegon Targaryen, six of his name. R plus L equals J. Yeah, like the, the true-born heir to the Iron Throne. Yeah. So, and that's how they choose to end the episode, which is like, makes sense because it's like a really well, dramatic no. place to leave off. They end with um, Jamie showing up. Oh, well, yeah, but like, and getting stared at again by Bran. Yeah. And this is the scene we were talking about earlier where it kind of looks like he was there all night because he said he was waiting for he an was old friend. in like the same spot. The, the exact same spot. Time. And he said, I'm waiting for an old friend. Yeah. So did he wait there all night for Jamie to show up? I mean, maybe. That's what I think happened. And I want to know. And I just want him to like show like a timeline. wouldn't have bothered him. Yeah. Plus so he, he would have stayed there. Isn't he like covered in blankets? And doesn't he like never eat anymore? Yeah. I feel like how the old tree-eyed raven kind of blend in with the tree. He's mm. kind of blending into his wheelchair. Yeah. Um. But yeah, no, he like... I I just want a time lapse of him staying there all night just as people walk around him. That would just be fun. Yeah. So then it, the next episode starts and we have Jamie's kind of trial. Yeah. Daenerys is all like, oh, you killed our father. Oh. And completely disregards the fact that her dad was an asshole. As yeah, everyone like he does. people alive. When it comes to Jamie, everyone just always forgets. He killed a king, yeah. He, he killed a madman. And raped his wife every night. Mm-hmm. And like, Jamie had to listen to that because, you know, you, I don't know if they mentioned in the show, but as you can see earlier, in season one, Jamie mm-hmm. had to wait outside Rob's room while he fucked whores that weren't Cersei. Yeah. So, you know, um, he had to do that the same thing with the Mad King's wife. Yeah. And hear her not want it and all that. And that, like, he, of course he was going to do that. And he was way younger too. Mm-hmm. Like, he was gonna... It just it annoyed me how he got so much shit for this for the entire show. As yeah, King I mean, Slayer. like, he, by no means is he a perfect character or, like, yeah. completely redeemable. But, but I also like, feel like people understand. get mad at him for the wrong thing. Yeah. And, like, and they called him out saying that you attacked Ned... Uh, you attacked Ned Stark, like, in the middle of the street. And I said, he's like, yeah, and I would do it again. We were at war. And I was like, okay, I can kind of respect that he's sticking to that because they were at war. But I also feel like, no, they weren't. Because Ned Stark was in King's Landing. Yeah, but he felt like he was a threat to the crown. Yeah. So, I can understand why he did it and why he's not, like, he doesn't regret that he did it. Yeah. But he's also low-key lying when he says we were at war. I suppose, That yeah. was kind of the start of the war because then Rob got, uh, no, Ned got taken as prisoner and then Rob uh, Stark decided we have to go to war. Yeah. So, no, Jamie started that war. But whatever, we'll fake news, little... Mm propaganda going on there i really but. liked um aria's being reunited with the hound yeah because like you could just from the way she looked at him and it was kind of like she didn't know how to feel because like you can just tell like she has like a, a platonic love for him like a yeah. she respects him sort of but they refuse to be nice to each other yeah but that's their way yeah you know like when he was like oh you're still a bitch and it's like that is so hound aria dynamic that's i low-key wanted them to hug though I also kind of wanted them to hug. I but I understand like it, it wouldn't really make nice. sense. Yeah, it's it doesn't fit their dynamic. And while we want it to happen, it just doesn't make sense. Like something else I want to point out. I didn't like the Genji Arya scene. 
No. No, I didn't like it. And it felt weird because a lot of people I saw online were like, oh, finally, I've been waiting for this for years. And I was like, she was literally like 12 when they actually had the arc together, their first character arc together. Yeah. And then they were separated. So you really wanted them, like, you really wanted to see a 12 year old fuck like a 20 something year old so bad. And that's just weird yeah, to me. Yeah, that's something I didn't want to see. But I could tell she kind of, you know, when you're young and you have like a schoolgirl crush on an older yeah. boy. I could see that she had that for him. Yeah, I mean, I understand. But I still why... didn't want the 12 year old to go fuck the older boy. Yeah, I, I could understand why it happened like why Arya yeah. and Endrian and Gendry ended up having sex I can understand why it's just that I didn't you know I just yeah I wasn't like, pushing for it and I feel like people who are saying oh I want this for so long are a bit uh. like a lot of people are really uncomfortable about it too because they're like I just I see you as a 12 year old still and we saw your like side boob and yeah I'm and like, it doesn't help that she's also kind of short too yeah and she so has a young face she does she she looks very very childlike already and she's not in her to, 20s yeah and like that's not to say she isn't a beautiful grown woman yeah. she is it's just a case of when in Game of Thrones, I'm always going to see her as that like little twelve year old kid. Cause really, her face hasn't changed from then much, mm. so it is kind of awkward to see her. And you watch her grow up, and I like that they she did interviews afterwards, and she said she was given the choice of how much she wanted to show, and I like that they gave her that choice because she yeah. did literally grow up on screens in front of these people. And like, uh, characters didn't really have that option in like season one, season two. Like they were told basically, oh yeah, you have to show it off. Yeah. So like, it's it's nice that now at the very least. There are actors and actresses who are being given the option. Yeah, because that's what turned my granny off in um, mm. Game of Thrones. She got through season one, but she couldn't keep watching. She just read, reading like how women were portrayed. Yeah. And like, I like to see, I do like that it's getting better now, but I still don't think I can get her through the rest <laughs> up until it gets to that point. Yeah. But like, yeah, no, we had that touching moment. Uh, touching, as in they mm. touched each other. Not I mean, I do like that it ties in with season one as well, because yeah. Arya and Gendry getting together, it's the same as when, like, there, everyone was talking about it online, when Rob was saying, um, when Robert Baratheon was saying, you have a daughter, I have a son, we should join our houses. Yeah. They kind of did, you know? In a way, it still happened. So, like, there are little callbacks to season one, little things that they said then are happening now. Yeah, you kind of noticing history also kind of sort of repeating itself, which yeah. is a theory I have that I want to get into later. Yeah. But um, we'll get through like our favorite moments too. Mm. Brienne getting knighted. Brienne getting knighted was so. It was it was a moment that I felt paid off because we kn- she was like oh I don't care about that but you know she but does. she did and then um the memes where it was comparing her to Ellen getting her medal from Barack Obama <laughs> oh, yeah. that killed me too that was amazing. Oh no, but like because you could, I don't know if Brienne really is in love with Jamie at this point or if she just admires him admires him and has like an a, a like a a strong connection with him that i like i don't ship them at all i don't even really ship brienne and tormund no honest. that annoys me it's um tormund like here's the thing tormund comes from a culture where you basically pick up a woman bring her to your house and you're married and you can have sex with her and the fact that he hasn't done that with brienne shows a lot of respect for her it does but because like he sees her as a as a brave incredible warrior and a woman he doesn't just see her as like but he also keeps ogling over her and so I'm like oh. yeah like I mean I mean he's it's kind funny. of like a goofy puppy like it's he's hilarious just, he doesn't know how to like calm down and not show every emotion he's having yeah but like yeah no I don't ship uh, Brienne and Jamie and I don't think they're going to get together or whatever or like even kiss or something but I, I do feel like because I feel like we've reached the end of Brienne's story now. You think she's dying? Yeah, I think she's gonna die in the battle. Yeah, same. Yeah. Um, we saw the trailer, and in the trailer, she's right next to Jamie, and they're both in the front lines. Yeah. Like they're 
Jamie will survive somehow, but Brienne's gone. Yeah, Jamie's gonna live. I think Brienne's gonna die. I think Podrick is also gonna live. Maybe. And maybe share like one last moment with Brienne. Maybe. I think Brienne might die saving either Jamie or Podrick. Oh yeah. Yeah. Which is very noble. It's of course, and it I only. I also think the Hound might die. Maybe protect Arya. I think so. Like maybe. It would be very Hound Arya. I will cry if it happens. Like if he's like if he uses his last moment to protect her, and he's like, "You're home now. I've like my job is done." And then he just does something, and he dies, and he protects her. And that would be such a lovely moment. Sorry, you just made me really sad. I'm sorry, but like I feel like that might happen. It would be a great sad moment. Yeah. But um, yeah. No, I think they're not safe. A lot of people aren't mm. safe. Um, I don't think Davos Sea Warped. Uh, if da- okay, I don't know if I could handle losing Davos, to be yeah, honest. I don't know how safe he is. I don't know. There are too many characters that yeah. have... Con- their stories, are f- they feel like they're reaching a natural conclusion at this point. Yeah. So there's no point for them to actually be alive. And they can't all make it to the end. Yeah, not all of them are going to make it. There's going to be a lot of deaths. A lot of main character deaths are going to happen. Like a lot of big here since season one deaths are going to happen. Yeah. I think um, Tormund might be going to. You think Tormund's going to die? Yeah. Mm. But here's the thing. We just... In the, in the books, from what I've been told, Tormund's a lot funnier. He tells a lot of stories. Like, mm. um, I know for a fact the Giant's Bane story is different in the books. Yeah. But he does tell stories like this that are just wild stories that probably aren't true. There is a story in the books. I can't remember if they ever bring it up in the show where they call him husband of bears because yeah. apparently he goes out in the wild and he has sex with she bears and then they have like really strong children. Well, they can't bring it up in the show because it leads into a theory that he He's is... the father of some of the Mormons. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and that just wouldn't work because they're not alive. Yeah. that Leanne was the last one. Yeah. Well, there's the house Mormont and like they're all called bears. Yeah. But the whole thing is that he's Leanne's dad. Possibly. Pro- well, it's a theory. Because I'm pretty sure they, they leave a lot of their daughters unmarried as well because they're warriors. Yeah. So they don't care about marrying. And they just have kids. But like it would be, they're not bringing it up, but it would be fun if it came up. But he does have, there's loads of stories about that way where he gets his names and that's more book torment. Mm. And it was nice to see that. And I also feel like now that they've given us actual book torment, it might just kill them all. I suppose. I really liked Jorah in season two, in episode two of yeah. this season. Um. For one, giving such good counsel to Daenerys because while he doesn't like Tyrion, he also completely understands uh, Tyrion's value. Yeah. I thought that was great counsel from him. But also the moment where Sam gives him... Is it Highwind? Uh, No, Heartsbane. Heartsbane. uh, The the sword. And it seems really nice because the sword he would have inherited, Jon has... And yeah. it's nice to see him inherit a family sword too because since he got, you know, like banished from his house and everything. And I thought that was really nice because I do feel like Jorah is a very honourable man. Yeah. Like he's made mistakes in the past with like the slave smuggling and things like that. But overall, we've just seen him prove himself time and time again how honourable he is. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, Heartsbane wasn't going to be used by Sam. He literally couldn't lift it up. Yeah. Like he was, he said like and all, I literally cannot lift it. And I remember uh, my brother had come in at that point. He's like, why can't he lift it? And I was like, because it's heavy and he's like yeah. oh is that it and I was like well can you fucking lift it no which actually kind of goes against the whole point of Fulian Steel which is that it's lighter than regular steel but it also does look like a massive sword it's a big sword um, Ice is also back in Winterfell the Stark sword yeah because he, it was melted down into Oathkeeper and Widow's Whale Widow's Whale which Jamie has did he not rename it no he Brienne renamed well Jamie's no Jamie sword. named Oathkeeper yeah 
But he didn't rename Widow's Whale. I thought he would have because Widow's Whale is more Joffrey He's and less just not going to give it a name. Yeah, I suppose. He's just, like, it had a name. He can't rechange it. He's just not going to say it because Joffrey's dead. That's fair. I do think uh, Jorah might die in this fight. Yeah? Either this fight or... We know there's going to be another fight because there's the fight against the White Walkers and then there's going to be the fight for the crown. I think there's going to be three fights. You think there's going to be three fights? I think there's going to be the fight with White Walkers this time. Okay. I don't think they're going to win it. I think they're going to have to retreat. Oh, okay. So you think it's just going to be like a temporary pushback and then there's going to be another White Walker fight? Yeah. Okay. I think there's going to be a, um, a lot further south fight that Cersei will have to join in on. Okay. Before they fight Cersei. Mm. Because I do think Cersei's going to have to fight White Walkers. Possibly. If not her, the Greyjoys. Yeah. I I like that. I mean, I find it interesting that so far Cersei's the only, you know, quote unquote queen uh, who's not going to fight, fight. Yeah. Like John is a king, what well, was a king, and is also a warrior. He's going to fight. Daenerys is a queen and she's going to use her dragons to fight. And then the Night King come fight her. Yeah, and the Night King is gonna fight. Like they're all, they're all warrior kings and queens. Whereas Cersei is the only one who's gonna sit back and watch things happen. Well, that's her personality. Yeah, that's what she's always done. Do you think she might actually kill herself? No. 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 Because I know she had the option before, and she nearly did it. Like she was gonna kill Tommen, and then she was gonna kill herself when he was little. Yeah. And then she didn't. So. That was the case of. She would rather be dead than like be taken prisoner. Yeah, I wonder because that maybe something like that will come up again. She's very different now because even then that was part of also she didn't want to be raped by people. The only True, person she wanted inside her by war now. The only person she wanted inside her was Jamie. True, and now she's let Euron inside her. She I don't think she enjoyed it. She, she fucking cried afterwards. Mm. And like she boned Lancel as well. Well, she only boned with a reminder of Jamie. True. And I don't think Euron does. I think she's prepared to just use her, her sexuality now for her own political gain as well. Yeah. So maybe she's not as... Ned all her kids, I don't think she cares. Yeah, maybe she doesn't care. Maybe she feels like she has nothing to lose. Yeah. She just wants what she tried to give them that she can have, which is... Yeah, I think she feels like she's owed after everything she's sacrificed yeah. and lost. So, like, I, I think... Um, I don't think she's going to kill herself. I think she's going to fight the last second. Yeah, yeah. And once again, I think that prophecy is going to come true that she gets fucking killed by Jamie. Yeah. Mm. So killing herself wouldn't really work with that. Yeah, yeah, no, that's true. I feel like if, if Jamie's going to kill her in any way, it's going to be either because she's already dying or because she does something unspeakable. Maybe. Like, do you think, you did say earlier, history repeating itself, and there is a lot of theories going on that Cersei's the new Mad King. Hmm. That she could light people on fire. Yeah, maybe she'll light people on fire. Maybe she'll get stabbed in the back by Jamie. So here's what I think. Right? Okay. I will go into my big history. I'll go into it. I want to hear. Yeah. Right, so it starts off, you know, we have John now getting with Daenerys. Mm-hmm. We've had incest before. Yeah, and they don't seem particularly bothered by it now. I mean, when he tells Daenerys, she's more bothered about the crown than the incest. Yeah, she like she literally does not bat an eyelid about the whole incest part. It's literally just that, oh, so you're in line for the throne and I'm not. Yeah. But we've had in the past Targaryens fighting Targaryens for their throne. That is true. A lot of them have killed each other about it. I think, um, uh, I think Daenerys is going to come back. 
Oh, do you think so? Yeah, I think she's going to be the new Mad King. Oh, that would be interesting because she does have a temper. Um, I think she'll be killed by someone, possibly Tyrion. Why Tyrion? Because he's the hand and he'd have to see all this because he's got he's very useless at the moment. He's not good yeah. at war. He's not great he's at... He's not good at fighting. He is good at mm, He's not good at taking Westeros. He knew how to hold Westeros. That's true. But he's been so far really bad at taking Westeros. Yeah. Taking hasn't been his strong point, but defense has been. He knows how to defend it. He knows how to rule it. Yes. Yeah. He cannot take it. Yeah. So he's going to be very useful afterwards. So I think he'll be her hand. He'll stay her hand, but she's not going to use him until she becomes queen. Okay. I think when she becomes queen, she's going to be very bad. I think it's going to happen very quickly that she does some really stupid things John doesn't agree with. Yeah. And I think Tyrion won't agree either and Tyrion will know he has to kill her and it will be once again a Lannister mm. killing their ruler. A Lannister killing a Targaryen. Yeah. Yeah. So um, he'll be Queen Slayer. Jamie will be King Slayer. Okay. That's what I'm thinking. Um, or that is an interesting parallel. There's also Jamie becoming Queen Slayer as well at killing Cersei. I do feel like that's a very strong possibility. Yeah. So. But uh, this time he won't be dishonorable for it though because he wasn't her fucking guard. Yeah. But no, and I also think um, Sansa has to become leader of the North. I think she will be left in charge of the North. Also, what did you think of Sansa and Theon's reunion? Well, they can't have sex. Yeah, I don't know if they're going to... I kind of really don't want them to push a romantic relationship with that. I feel like it's just the gratitude of him helping her escape from her rapist. Yeah, that's what I think it is. Yeah. But also the way he was looking at her at the end scenes were See, different. It was different, but at the same time, I just, I really, really, I mean, I feel like they probably will push a romantic relationship for the two. I don't want them to, and I don't feel like it's necessary at all. It might. I would be, if they do push a romantic relationship, I'm not going to hate it. I'll see where it goes. Maybe they'll try and handle it well. I think Theon's going to die protecting Bran. He might. He might die. I feel like Theon, I think his destiny is to die for the Starks. I think Gilly might die too. You think Gilly's going to die? Well, what do you think about that theory that all the dead in Winterfell are going to be raised for the Night King? Yeah, everyone getting into the crypt when like the Night King literally raises corpses. I feel like the corpses are going to get raised. Yeah. I feel like a lot of people will probably die down in the crypt. We know Tyrion's going to be down there. We know Gilly's going to be down there. We know a lot of women and children are going to be down there we also know that little girl who really wanted to like fight people with her brothers is going to be down there if i really hope she like if she's going to die anyway i hope she at least gets like a good punch in or something i think we'll see her get one good punch in and maybe escape that would be cool although they have shown they're not against just randomly showing his kids and killing them off Mm. but um i don't know i think gilly might die saving little sam that would be very sad but i think sam has to live and write the entire story as a song of ice and fire yeah, I feel like Sam, I, I mean, I really want Sam to make it. Yeah. But I also like the fact that he is legit going into the fight and he's like, uh, I want to point out, I'm one of the, I'm the first one of all of us who killed the White Walker. So yeah. why the fuck would I be in the crypt? I'm just like, yes, Sam, tell them. Yeah. I fucking love Sam. <laughs> yeah, no, sounds great. Uh, so many people that we think are going to die, actually, now I think about it. Yeah. Um, John has to live, Daenerys has to live. See... Yeah, I mean, I still think that either John or Daenerys or John and Daenerys are going to end up on the throne. It's got to be one of them. I don't think it will be both, though. 
I mean, if it were both as some sort of super power couple, you know, whatevs. If it does, I think it would be hidden that John's the Targaryen. Yeah, like, I feel like John would be fine with not telling anyone. Because I feel like Westeros is very against incest now. Yeah. Considering Targaryen incest probably led to the Mad King. Well, yeah, all the inbreeding. Unless you believe, you know, the theory that someone actually walked into him, telling him to burn the White Walkers, and that's why he started burning them all. I don't believe it. I'm not into that theory either no, myself. No, I think he was just crazy from the inbreeding. Same. Yeah. But maybe that's just our scientific minds. But yeah, so I think the Westeros people would be very against more Targaryen yeah. inbreeding. I feel like there is a chance John will straight up just not tell anyone. He might just say to Daenerys, look, I don't care about having the Iron Throne. I care about you and I care about us living another day. So let's See, I don't think he's even going to say that. I think he's just going to say I care about us fighting the White Walkers. Yeah. So like, yeah, like the Iron Throne, he like he does not care. He doesn't want that. He he doesn't even want, he didn't even want to be king of the north. He just wanted yeah. to save his people. Yeah. Like John cares first and foremost about keeping his people safe. And that's it. Which is why he was a good king. Yeah, I feel like John's not even a question. I feel like John's just at this point and has been for the last few seasons just cared about stopping the White Walkers. Exactly. Like, he just cares about keeping people Which safe. is logical. He's the only logical he's, person. Yeah. He's the only one who's like, you guys, I'm serious. Like, can we can we have this fight when we've saved the world, please? Thanks. Do you believe um, Sansa, I mean, not Sansa, um, Daenerys is in love with John as she made out to be for Sansa? Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I don't think so. Like she but also did I'm go curious. North I'm curious her. because she a lot of prophecies were said about her having a baby. Remember when they said, you know, like when East is West and all this shit and when like a lot of like I can't remember what Miri Master. That's was not that a prophecy. That's a long way of saying never. Yeah. But also I feel like but what if shit happens? Like what if stuff happens and then suddenly she can have a baby? Okay. So like I think maybe things are going to happen like there's there's a lot of ways to interpret when east is west and when all this shit is the opposite because john was dead and now he's alive again which is the opposite of being dead you know so a lot of stuff is happening a lot of things that should be this way have been the complete opposite way so maybe there is a chance that there's going to be the targaryen bloodline continued maybe so i think that they are going to stay coupled and like some sort of pregnancy is going to happen and I think because she does... I think she does love John. Yeah. I think she does. I think she doesn't love him as much as she's making it out right now. Yeah. But I feel like she will. And something's going to happen. And it's going to make her realise that, like, you know what? Yeah, no, it's John. Yeah. I don't think she was ever infertile. I think that witch was just making shit up to you scare her. You think so? Her. Yeah. Hmm. Like, she wasn't even good at bringing people back to the life. How good is she at making prophecies? True. But at the same time, I feel like... Maybe she wasn't that powerful, but also I don't feel like she actually wanted to properly bring him back. I feel like she just wanted to, like, make him suffer and her suffer. Yeah. Because she blames Daenerys just as much for all the raping and pillaging and slaves as she blamed Drogo. Yeah. I don't know. I just don't see why she should have gone through all the sacrifice and stuff. Because we've seen people brought back for less. That's true. Than sacrificed. Yeah. Like, eh, it's just dumb. Maybe Do you think the red woman, uh, the red woman's gonna come back? She said she will. Mm. I wonder in what capacity. Probably it's gonna be annoying and then and then yeah. die. Yeah. She said she's gonna die in this curse house, so she basically said she's gonna and Faris. True. Yeah. Her and Faris are dead. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, and I mean, I'm, I'm not, not even miss, sad about it. I'm not gonna it. miss Faris. 
Yeah, I'm done with him. What has he done in the last few seasons? Complained. He brought Tyrion to Daenerys and then... And complained. Yeah. <laughs> That's kind of it. He's sort of done. He's not useful anymore. Even during um, when Tyrion was trying to d- deal with the war with Yunkai or wherever, Astor maybe. Mm. Um, he fares as useless during that too. Yeah. Like, what's he done? Nothing. Like, he can die now, thanks. Like, he was useful in, like, season one when he was, like, having his secret meetings with Hilario. But besides that, he's not really served a purpose. Yeah. It's because they changed what he does in the books and that's the whole reason. Yeah. But, like, I feel like they were just waiting for a reason to come off and I think the Battle of Winterfell is a very reason just fucking, eh, bye. Yeah. And then, eh, yeah, Tyrion will live. I'd say Tyrion will live. Podrick, mm-hmm. maybe, yeah. I saw a great picture of, like, ranking people from safe to not safe. <laughs> and at the very bottom, it was literally fucking poor Brienne. Because, like, doesn't it make sense to give her this big heartwarming moment and they're like, ugh. And then kill her off, of course, because that's going to make us, like, emotionally devastated. That's what they keep doing, though. Like, they're, like, in one episode, Rob's wife's like, I'm pregnant. And then next episode, she's getting stabbed in her baby. Yep. Like, bye. Mm-hmm. So, what do you think the battle's going to be like? Brutal. Oh, yeah. It's going to be long. It's Yeah, I feel like the majority of the episode is just going to be battle-focused. Like... I don't think they're going to cut to, like, Cersei or anything too much or, like, other people. I think it's going to be, like, almost entirely, if not entirely, focused on Winterfell. Yeah, because even they've changed the intro, so that's only two locations, I much. Well, they show yeah. Last Heart, but yeah. that's just because that's where the White Walkers went first. Yeah. Now they're going straight to Winterfell. They're going to probably stop showing Last Heart. They're not going to show them this episode. Yeah, I think so. Um... I think they'll show King's Landing and Winterfell again and only them. Yeah. And then for the next episode, if what I think is going to happen is there's a retreat, they'll show wherever they retreat to. They'll show Winterfell, they'll have all the little blue tiles going past Winterfell towards wherever they retreat to. Mm-hmm. And they'll show King's Landing again and it'll just be like, what do you think of New Inter actually? I like it. I like that it's new because for the most part, a lot of it was very similar. Yeah. Um, I mean, I know it's new every season because they change little things. Um, but I thought it was, I, I mean, I think, I feel like it's interesting and it does fit the season yeah. and like the, the new for the, at least for the banding parts. They're showing more recent stories to show, um, yeah, like it was the always, Red Comet, they showed the Red Wedding too. Yeah. Like it used to always be more old stuff, but now it's, it's like, this is what's happening. This is where we are now. Yeah. It's things viewers actually saw. Yeah. And they changed all the colors too. And I like they're showing the tracking of the night army by yeah. changing the tiles. But it almost, it almost feels like now they can't be turned back. But I, I think when they get killed, they will be turned back. Mm. But for now, I feel like all those places are no-go zone. Yeah. Yeah, but I like that they've cut down locations and they're showing more detail. Like, you see the crypt, you see the weirwood tree. Yeah. You see... Um, I really liked seeing the weirwood trees um, in Winterfell, in the godswood, with, with all the snow. Yeah. Because we're used to seeing it when it was becoming winter and not really when winter was here. Yeah. It's so pretty. Yeah. You also see um, King's Landing. You see the throne room as well. You see the big dragon skull with the arrow pointed at it. Mm. Um, some stairways in the Red Keep. Yeah. Like, it's cool. I love that they're going into big detail. Yeah, because this is the time where they're looking at the minute little details. Yeah. With, like, a lot of discussion in rooms and not so much outside because this is when the plans are being made and it's crunch time and it's coming down to this and it just shows how all the characters are in two locations now yeah like that's insane like this is what it's all come to this is the culmination of eight seasons of like battle and strategy and planning and this is all where it's 
where it's coming to a head. Yeah, my mom's one way. But for the battle, I think Daenerys should hold back her dragons. You think so? Because she brings them out straight away tonight and throw them Yeah, I feel them. like they should maybe hold back the dragons until like it's absolutely unnecessary. Like, wait until he plays his move because we don't know what he's going to do with his dragon. Because otherwise he's just losing dragons. Mm. Have you seen um, the promo shots for next episode? No, I avoid them. Really? Yes. Why? I don't like knowing anything. They're just... You, do you want to not watch the trailer too? Mm-hmm. Mm, interesting. You know I like to go in blind. I know, but it's... I don't want to know anything. I want to go in and not expect anything because even if I've seen, like, one little clip, like, it can be, like, two seconds long, I'm still going to look out for it. And I don't want to do that because that's going to... Ha- like, if I'm looking out for it, I'm going to pick up on clues from things I've already seen in that episode and it's going to yeah. be like, oh, well, that means this is going to happen because that character is there at that time. And I don't want that. Yeah. Like, I can't turn my brain off. It's going to be too hard for me not to try and piece it together in the back of my head. I'd rather just watch it all happen and make my assumptions based on that instead of what I've seen already. Yeah. It's the, for the same reason why I try to avoid everything possible I could see about Endgame. Yeah. You know? like Which we're covering next week, by the way. Yeah. Like, I tried so hard to, like, I tried so hard to not look at anything about Star Wars, about Endgame. I'm trying really hard not to look about... A lot of things to do with TV shows I want to start watching. Like, I'm trying very hard. And it, it is difficult sometimes because everyone's talking about it. But for the most part, if I just see a video, I click away from it really quick. Or I, like, scroll past it. Yeah. I'm doing okay. It's just I really much prefer getting a really fresh perspective on things instead of making assumptions based on things I've already seen. Yeah. I'm the opposite because they're 20 seconds long and I don't care. They really can't show that much. <laughs> well, we have different opinions. Yeah. Like, you're seeing 20 seconds of an E when F's. 20 seconds is 20 seconds that I'll never get back. So. All right. I'd rather they were brand new when I see them. Yeah. Well, um, it's a good trailer anyway. <laughs> I can't talk about it now because Kat's not seen it. Well, if you want to talk about it, you can. It's just, you know you're going to ruin it for me. I'm going to ruin it for you. Okay, fine. Um, Because I just think our audience will have watched it and they'll want to know about it. Fair enough. We see so much. Right. So um, we see, um, we get, it's full of jump cuts because it's so short, right? Okay. We get like this tiniest shot of a dragon. And I think it's implied that it's the Night King's dragon. But okay. it's so quick you can't actually tell which dragon it is. Okay. Um, you see Arya running off through the crypts. Um, which is also a much older shot from the first se- trailer for the season. Okay. Um, it's fun because in the original trailer, whatever is behind her is completely blacked out. And you can see how it's blacked out. Mm-hmm. So you don't, like, you don't know what's behind her. But like I'm guessing it's White Walkers or something. Yeah. Like there's already the theory that the crypts have dead in them. I yeah. I'm it's assumed that yeah. could be what it is. Like everyone's thinking that. I don't know why the people in Winterfell aren't thinking that. Yeah. Like could you mind Liana Morton just from so like, why would I go into the crypts guys? That's where the dead are. <clears throat> and then um you see um Jamie and Brienne at the front of the battle lines waiting. Um Brienne's like, Hold your horses or something I don't know I can't remember <laughs> but they're like um, or not stand your ground okay which <laughs> much more Brienne thing to more, say yeah that makes more sense and it's her they look fucking terrified so obviously that's the Night King army coming yeah like they've never really seen the dead no and like we see at the end of the episode it's a lot of them are white walkers which are like the more powerful stronger generals of the army yeah like a but, lot of them are like the proper white walkers and not just reanimated dead yeah the whites that freaked me out 
when I first saw it, I thought it was like a long line of them. Um, Santa looks dramatic. Mm-hmm. John and Daenerys look dramatic. Of course. Uh, Daenerys says something like, the dead are already here. Ugh. Which could mean the crypts. The crypts, yeah. But it could also mean like, they're out there, John. Like, because um, there's the sirens and Unless all Unless she's saying, we're all dead. We're all dead. Like, we're, none of us are going to survive this. Which is very pessimistic. And then the last three episodes are just the White Rockers ruling Westeros. Yeah, like, they, they're going to bring out like a really great economy boost. They're going to, like... Kind of like in The Handmaid's Tale. There's like, they've got a great recycling scheme. They're all using <laughs> low-energy cars. It's great for the environment. Like, I thought the world was perfect, but then the White Walkers came into power. And uh, they just, they had a really great recycling scheme. Their, <laughs> their pa- planned, their planned uh, Parenthood. parenthoods are so great and accessible. And like, they have a paid uh, parental leave for both sexes. It's amazing. If you're wondering what that noise was, it was Kat's dog shaking. She loves me. And she doesn't want to leave me when I'm ill. Yeah, whatever. She's on the bed and she's watching me and she's making sure I'm okay. And sometimes she's going to snore really loudly and you're just going to have to accept that. She'll be in the end game podcast too, probably. But after that, she's banned from when we're recording. I love that you think that you can enforce that when you can't. I will not come over here. <laughs> Look at her. So yeah, what are your final thoughts on the episode? My final thoughts on episode two are predictions for three. And yeah, final thoughts on everything. Well. Don't um, ask me to elaborate. I don't know. Well, I really liked a lot of the reunions between characters. Yeah. John and Sam was a great reunion. Uh, Arya and the Hound John and like, Sam's reunion I disagree I didn't think that was great no because he was like were you hiding from me and Sam was like no it's like you were first of all bitch liar and then he kind of just ruined the entire one for like hey by the way you're a Citrona well I mean I just, you can just tell how close they are yeah you know Tormund and John dream is more fun to me Tormund and John he just funny. jumps on him like a fucking cat he goes to hug one friend and then he just gets pounced on by Tormund yeah. is, the, is the big woman still here yeah she is yeah She's not even that big. No, my final thoughts. I think we're in for a really good battle scene. I think we've had... So far, I feel like season eight's been good. Yeah. I mean, it's been slow going because it's a lot of exposition and it's a lot of just getting people in the same place. But sure, that's like we ha- we expected that to happen. How else are they going to kick off everything when everyone was in a different place? So I feel like it's going at a pace that's okay. Like, I don't yeah. feel like it's going too slow or too quick. I feel like it's it's it's, it's a good... It's at a good level. I feel like it's literally just the calm before the storm. Yeah, exactly. This is the calm before the storm. And like, it's going to get so dramatic. All our favourite people are going to die. Like, and we just don't know which ones. And that's the worst part. If I'm not emotionally destroyed by the end of this season, then it's 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 not Game of Thrones. Like, here's the thing. I've already been emotionally destroyed by Endgame. Yes. No spoilers. No spoilers, but oh my God. No spoilers in this episode. Spoilers yeah. next week. Yeah. But like we've been emotionally devastated by that. Now on Sunday we're going to get emotionally des- devastated by Game of Thrones. Yeah. It's like why does everything we love die? <sighs> Such big events all happening one year. Yeah. Sick. And then the death of the Pokemon franchise when Detective Pikachu comes out. <laughs> I can't wait for Pikachu. I can't. I'm going to watch it. I don't think I'm going to like it or love it. I mean we won't, we won't know until we see it. Unless it's an R-rated Deadpool movie book, Deadpool's Pikachu, I'm not happy. As long as Pikachu says fuck at least once. Or holy shit. Or holy shit. But I'd rather an F-bomb, you know? Did we get any F-bombs this episode? I feel like there wasn't lots for any. I mean, outside of the normal piss and shit and whatever snow. <laughs> and whores. And whores and cunts. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think besides that, 
Nah, we've had the normal level of Game of Thrones swears. Oh, one moment I forgot that I loved was when fucking Grey Worm kisses me someday right before going off. Yeah. Oh, oh, and then so after passionate. saying, it really caught me off guard when he said, do you want to leave? Yeah, I wasn't expecting that from Grey, Grey Worm because, you know, he's an Unsullied. But at the yeah. same time, he's so much more than that now. At the same time, he's freed. Yeah. It sucks that they still call them Unsullied because I feel like they shouldn't be called anymore. I mean, they're called the Unsullied because they are untainted by... They say because they're untainted by human wants, but that's not yeah. true. They, they are now... Emotion. They are very much now Sullied. Yeah. Like, they crave connection and they crave... Being a part of something in the world and not just as an army. So who's going to die anyway? Grey Worm on my Sunday. I feel like... <laughs> Neither of them are... <laughs> One of them has to go. I mean, I would love to see them have a happy ending, but I feel like it's very likely Grey Worm's going to die because he's going to be in the battle. I would like... I've said millions times, I want the last episode to be like an epilogue episode seeing whatever happens. Yeah. Like, I feel like if at some point in the last episode... The, the throne's been taken, yeah. everything's fine, and, like, you just catch up with people, like, this person's with their family and their children and their And then it's just a shot stuff. of Grey Worm and Miss Sunday holding it. Well, no, not holding a baby, I guess. Not Unless holding a baby. Surrogacy. Yeah, they could adopt, we don't know. But, like, not holding a baby, but just, like, holding hands and, like, looking somewhere warm and dorn or something and just being Well, together. no, it would be the Isle of Knot. Okay. Deal with it. Yeah, okay. But, like, they'll be somewhere and they'll be happy together and that'll be very sweet. And then Cersei and Jamie will be off in Hawaii. Dead. And everyone will be alive. No one Dead. has died in episode three. It's, it'll be like the end of Lost when everyone just reunites and they're like, oh, hey guys. But they're all dead. <laughs> Sick. <laughs> they're all White Walkers chilling. Yeah. Like, maybe everyone will just become White Walkers and then they'll just be like, hey, this isn't so bad. Well, all right. Back to back to whatever we were doing. Yeah. But they're they're dead now. So thanks for watching this episode. We'll see you next Friday. If you want to tweet your opinions at us, our Twitter is at Adam and Kat. We'd love to know what you think about the episodes that have already come out and what you think is going to happen. Like, we'd love to hear your theories. But like, don't... I, well, you can't find anything because the books aren't out. Yeah, I don't think you need to like worry about spoilers because at this point, if people aren't watching, it's their own fault. Yeah. You can talk about whatever you want online. This isn't like with the Endgame spoilers. This is like, this is every week. Everyone has a chance to watch it. Just say what you want to say. We want to hear your theories and we want to hear what you thought about the episodes. Yeah. We're going to be recording on Thursdays or Fridays. So if you want, you can wait till Tuesday or Wednesday and give people a 24-hour grace period. Yeah. But like, we're not going to complain if you show up because we're watching it at release. Yeah. Even if you just put like in your whatever post you're making, just spoiler at the top of it, like Game of Thrones spoiler, because like you don't want to be that guy. Yeah. But like, we really want to know what you think. Yeah, we... Yeah, we want theories because I, even I, I kind of forgot my full theory earlier and I butchered it completely. <laughs> I'll remember for next episode. Yeah. But yeah, so thanks for listening. Goodbye. Bye.